Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Talk About It Tuesday. I'm your host, Malin. And I'm your other host, Jamie. Today's our first political article and discussion since we've started our podcast, Jamie. Are you ready? <laughs> we're, we're dipping the toe in deep. So just, well, just skimming the surface of the whole political landscape, right? <laughs> what a great place to do it on Talk About It Tuesday when we have to be done in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> it was almost designed like that, do you think? Uh, maybe, maybe. So uh, today you sent me this article. Uh, this article comes from Fox News. It was a it was published January 5th. Um, anyone who pays attention to politics probably already knows about this. Um, so I won't bore you with the details of this particular article. But uh, the headline reads, Supreme Court to decide if Trump banned from Colorado ballot in a historic case. So let's just add another historic thing to the political climate that has been since, I don't know, what, 20, 2016, 20, <laughs> whatever it's yeah. been. <laughs> Feels like it's been a lot of history making here in the last decade or so, but um. The article goes on to talk about how Colorado has uh, the Supreme Court in Colorado has has moved to decided to uh, not allow Trump to be on their ballot, uh, the primary ballot, um, based on the third article of the 14th Amendment. Um, the trial is set for um, I think it's in February. So it's coming up here. February 5th, um, a I think. weeks. Yeah, February 5th or 8th, I can't remember for sure. But um, the whole thing stems around the um, around the events on January 6th of 2021 um, during the attack on the Capitol. And the Colorado Supreme Court has decided that that was considered an act of insurrection. And the Supreme Court will be hearing, uh, will basically be considering the meaning of the 14th Amendment um, and that third article, which bars people who engaged in insurrection from holding public office. Um, the article does note that that amendment was adopted in 1868 following the Civil War. Part of me is like, we all know how we're going to fall, but go ahead, Malin. <laughs> what do you well, have to say about? Okay. So again, this is our first time and I, I hear me, all Republicans that are listening, I do not want this to be, it's because Trump, <laughs> okay? He just happens to be the political candidate. I think the focus for me when I read this is the state, uh, you know, not allowing uh, a candidate to be on their ballot in, in their state. That's huge. Not knowing what the 14th Amendment was and had to kind of look into it and the whole insurrection, my natural question goes to that. And again, we all have our beliefs. I know we're, I'm smirking at you from across, <laughs> across the computer. Across I the know, Zoom. <laughs> I know we both have land our own sites, but I don't believe he's, President Trump has ever been convicted of anything like that. And so can, can Colorado Supreme Court just make that ruling? Can they just decide that he was, he, you know, he led the insurrection or he was part of it. So therefore he's disqualified. I would think there would have to be a trial and he would have to be found guilty of that before that would be able to be used against anybody. So it's kind of surprising to me that Colorado just has like looked at everything and said, nope, we've decided that he's, he was part of that. And so therefore we're removing him from our ballot. So that's my only sticking point is, was he ever really convicted of what they're accusing him of? I don't think so. I don't think he's been, there hasn't been a trial that I've been aware of that he's been convicted of that. Well, and I, I think 
what was interesting is, is I, I did some scouring, just a little bit of scouring and found a guy, found a lawyer on the TikToks who was doing a legal commentary about this. Um, he was talking about how like the fourth amendment, the fourth article of the same amendment kind of talks about, um, Congress and how, um, Congress might need to, um, I, I don't know, convict or make an, make some sort of declaration or something, but it's not required. So, you know, his analysis of the whole thing was that, yes, Colorado has the right to do that. Um, and the Supreme Court, I guess, reviewing that is, is fine. But, you know, that his, his opinion was that, yeah, they do have the right to do that based on the, based on the words in the document. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I do think, um, you know, I get I get the slippery slope. I really do. I mean, we've talked about several things before where I'm like, mm, that sounds like a slippery slope to me. And I do understand that, you know, but at the same time, um, part of part of the election process is a state by state thing. And that each state gets to decide how they run their elections and what their elections look like and what processes they use and how things are certified and stuff like that. So part of me is like, you know, that's part of the process. And so Colorado should have the right to do that. But it does make for an awfully sticky thing when we're talking about national elections, whether that's, um, you know, whether that's okay. There are two states that have that have ruled this way. Um, I think it's Colorado and Maine. There are several states that are just kind of like hanging on to it and haven't made rulings on it. And then there were a few states that have um, that have decided that that is not okay and they will not allow that to happen. So it will be interesting to see what the Supreme Court comes up with. Um, well, and and I think for me, again, I, I don't want to keep beating that dead horse, but it's like he's not been convicted of anything. So for the states to look at this and, and pass judgment on, you know, again, he's innocent until proven guilty on an innocent person. To me, I, that's unprecedented. I, I think that's the slippery slope is why would you based off of, you know, your own personal opinions or maybe what the media is showing you or or what have you. In this in this country, we have due process, and somebody is innocent until proven guilty. And so, until there's a conviction on him, I don't know how you would ever be able to do this across this. I don't know how the Supreme Court would be able to uphold this decision across any state for anybody, not just Trump, but for anybody. And I had a thought too. Oh, go mm -hmm. ahead. Sorry, Jamie. I have another thought that I want to get to. Well, I was just going to say I don't know that I I don't know that the third article of the Fourteenth Amendment lays that out, out as a requirement, but if you think about all of the all of the inquiries and the and the hearings that were done by Congress um, around the insurrection, I think that is a big piece of this, and um, you know I I think they feel that they have enough evidence to do so, and I don't know that I disagree. So who, who they being Congress or they being Colorado, Color, Colorado. I mean, looking at what has been the hearings. Well, and not only that, but he is, I mean, he is, there's trials pending. So, you know, if nothing else, if there's action pending, that should be enough to pause and say, mm, maybe we're, we can't say that you can never be on the ballot again, but we're going to pause until these these legal things are are worked through. I mean, that's the whole thing in Georgia with all of those indictments. So, so again, until you're going through the due process, you are innocent until proven guilty. So, 
By that, though, you would have to say you are treated guilty until we can get through this trial to see if you really are guilty or innocent kind of flies in the face of what this country was built off of. So any kind of civil, criminal, any kind of legal um you know, due process within this country is supposed to start off with everybody is considered innocent until proven guilty. I, that's my sticking point. And that's where I'm having a real big issue is that, uh, you know, again, love them or hate them. And, you know, there's some Republicans that don't like him and there's some Democrats I'm sure do like him to some extent for some reasons. I don't know. I'm just trying to play both sides of the, the, the field here for a point. <laughs> like probably not, but <laughs> which is, which is like, we should all, no matter what party you're in, we should all be saying, hey, yes, there's things as a Republican I do not find fond of Trump. But I'm like, no, no. Um, but the one thing I can extend to him is the same thing that I would want to be extended to me, which is I should be presumed innocent until proven guilty. And until there's a conviction or there's some sort of through due process through the legal system, I don't know how we could ever implement anything constitution or not that would prevent you know the being okay to remove him from um you know being a candidate and here's my other point this is something i thought about too let's say that colorado and maine they're able to do it and they remove him and say other states remove him from the the ballot mm -hmm. what's going to prevent people from writing in his name so he's not going to be listed on the ballot but they could just write it in I, I saw something about that, too, because, like I said, after reading this article really didn't have a ton of information. It was more like, you know, the this is what happened in Colorado and this is what's coming. Right. Um, so there wasn't a ton in here. So I went I went and did a little more deep dive. One of the one of the other I don't know, it was like a newscast, I think, that talked about that very question. And I think it was written into Colorado's I think it was written into the opinion that um, that that would not be a Allowed, that they would not be able to count write-in votes for Trump. Um, I think there are, and I know there are some weird rules about write-in votes. But just a, but, but just a second, write-in votes. So yeah, maybe you're getting there. Maybe I cut you off too soon because I'm yeah. interested be, because <laughs> <laughs> do you know those rules? Because I would think you can put anybody's name on the ballot you want. And if you have enough people that are writing Trump and if they're just going to omit those votes because it's a person they're not allowing to be listed on the ballot still doesn't mean that you can silence a person's vote. So if I can't see the candidate on the ballot, but I can write that candidate's name on there, that's still my vote. I don't know. I don't understand how through this amendment, it would give that state the ability to say, Oh, anybody that even votes for this through write-in, we're going to disqualify your, vo your vote. Cause it doesn't matter. We're not going to allow you to vote for this individual. I don't understand that at all. I, you know, 11th grade civics class was a lot of years ago for me. And I don't remember, but I remember us having this conversation and that there were just a lot of like, a lot of weird nuancey rules around write-in votes. Um, because the question I had was, is if there was a nation, like a nationwide effort to elect Mickey Mouse, what's to stop that from happening? <laughs> and so... Well, it um, has to be real, I think, first of all, right, but yes. Right. But, but that was that was kind of what springboarded that conversation. And there were lots of rules to make it really difficult for a write-in candidate on a national level or even a statewide level. It would be really difficult to, to do that. So... Um, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thought though. I guess for me, I would like to take it just a step back, just one step back and say, what a, um, 
what a weird place to be in um, where we're even talking about whether a candidate is eligible to be running for president. You know, just given all of the the pending legal action that would have in years past automatically disqualified someone for holding office. And I mean, for crying out loud, not very long ago, just a divorce would have disqualified someone in the eye of public opinion for being on the ballot. You know what I'm saying? So I guess for me, for me to step back a little bit further than Trump, Colorado and the Supreme Court, that's my like, that's my head scratch right there is that, you know, we're even having this conversation that it's even a thing um, that someone who has pending legal charges of multiple different types in multiple states is even being considered an option um, is is a little bit mind blowing for me. Well, but if I'm following you, which then anybody that gets any kind of severe, you know, allegations thrown to them would be disqualified because I could put up a law. Uh, I could put up a case. I could take anybody to court, right? For any reason that I want. It's a matter of proving it in court. So underneath that premise, I could then any candidate that I want not to be on a ballot, I could say, hey, I'm going to take them to court for X, Y, and Z. And this is a now pending uh, court case. So therefore they're disqualified for being a candidate. I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about official decisions made by states in that way. I'm talking about the court of public opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there was a time when if a presidential candidate had, um, any, any sort of, um, allegation of, of moral or, moral or value failing, they were, they were automatically disqualified because the entire country was like, mm, nope, that's not the kind of guy we want sitting in that office. Um, so I'm not talking about the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court ruling or, or what Colorado or Maine has done. I'm talking more like how, um, how much it makes me wonder about where we're at as a country when we're even, this is even a conversation that we're having. You know what I mean? Well, thankfully, we're having this conversation because back in the 19 was at 50s or whatever, a woman would never even be part of the conversation. Right. So the court of public opinion, I I understand what you're saying, as I can see your eyes narrowing on me like, what do you mean? Um, but, you know, there's things now. Are you saying in 1950, I wouldn't have allowed to be allowed to have an opinion about this? Is that what you meant? Like, I'm so curious what that even meant. No, I meant like, because if you go back to popular opinion, you said something about if somebody even has a divorce, they wouldn't even probably even be allowed to be on the ballot because they're now a, a divorced person, which is taboo from a social perspective, right? That's what I was referring to. You go back far enough, well, women wouldn't even be eligible to be president or be part of the public opinion would be a woman wouldn't be allowed to be president. So as much as I'm trying to relate to your comment, I'm saying the public opinion has changed, but I think it's only changing for the the better with this regard. And I think we should still ask questions and um, the people that should be allowed to be on the ballot, even though, you know, nothing has been convicted. You know, th th there's no proof right now of any wrongdoing of this individual. So why wouldn't they be allowed to be on the, the ballot? I feel like the people who did all of the investigating and things for, um, for the congressional hearings would disagree that there's no evidence, but 
Um, but what's the, but what's know. the outcome? Because that's where I'm that's where I'm stuck, as I don't know what the outcome is. Like there could be a lot of chatter, there could be a lot of proof, but what was the outcome? Was he was he ever convicted? Was it ever decided that he was the the leader of this insurrection and he was responsible for it? Which I again I have my own opinion about that, but yeah. I don't. Well, think and I was that, gonna say I'm pretty sure they did decide that he was involved and that he. Did do Who's it. they so, though? Congress? Congress, Who? yeah. So then if if that's the case, then why are they even talking about this at the Supreme Court? Because they they don't Congress doesn't have that that ability to say, okay, nationwide you aren't allowed to put him on your ballot. He's filed in every single state that he wants to file in. So I mean it has to go to the Supreme Court. I was watching another another legal and political commentator and he was talking about how like if you go by the letter of what the amendment states supreme court has no choice but to um but to say uphold what what colorado has done um and listed all of the reasons um which i didn't write down because because i didn't but um but he also said he didn't think that they would um, because they don't want to um, they don't want to get in it. They don't want to be part of um, such a decision to say the Supreme Court stopped uh, stopped a political candidate. And I think that that's I, th I think it just it's such a hairy, uh, such a hairy place to be um, as far as just just as a country what a hairy place to be we've got you know i don't know i don't know it's just it, it blows my mind it's mind-boggling for me it's interesting um i'm kind of be really curious on what happens with this um and if this upheld that colorado and maine will uh, be allowed to remove i will be shocked i'll be shocked if they if they're allowed to yeah i would be kind of too but well, because, I mean, if you think about it, even the court, the makeup of the court right now is is so conservative that I can't imagine that they would. I don't I, I'm surprised they even agreed to hold, to to hear it, um, to be honest. I'm surprised that they weren't just like, mm, yeah, we don't want anything to do with that. But yeah, I did do a quick search because I was curious. And and the, again, this is real quick. So I'm sure this is not exhaustive by any means. But most of the states require you to file papers in each of the states. If you do that, then you're able to be written in as a candidate. But if you're not, if you don't have papers filed and somebody writes your name in on the ballot in that state, it is not counted because they do not have the proper paperwork filed. So, again, I'm sure there's more um, legal things to it, but at a real well, that quick... Would... That would make sense, though, that if because if they're not allowing him to be on the ballot, then they wouldn't allow him to be on the ballot. So if he were to file papers, they would probably strike those papers, too. You know what I mean? I guess that that makes sense to me. Why? Why a write in initiative wouldn't work. And I think that's scary is that if you have the states controlling who they will and won't allow, I think that's and maybe that's happening today and I just never notice it. But that's scary. It's, I absolutely. Think. It's absolutely a slippery slope. I, I completely understand. But at the same time, I feel like I feel like as we, and we've talked about this before with other topics, I feel like at the same time, it's like, you know, worst case scenario, we need those we need those those fail safes in place. Um, the question is, is uh, and we clearly don't agree on it. Is this the time to use the fail safe? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think it is. So well, I, well, I'm going to sit here and tell you that if I, for me, if I believed that he was part of the insurrection or led it, then I would be the first one to be like, yeah, he shouldn't be allowed. Then if that's what the Constitution says and that's amendment says. The problem is, is I can't say that right now. And so, again, I, I keep going back to innocent until proven guilty, but it'll be it'll be really cool to kind of watch, see how this how unfolds and stuff. So I don't um, know about cool, but it'll be interesting for sure. So I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are a little bit long today. So thank you for listening to our first political discussion. It was just <laughs> getting we're just getting acclimated to the temperature of the, the pool. So I'm sure we'll jump in a little bit later on this year. It didn't end in tears or screaming. So we're good, right? It's baby steps. Baby steps. Bring step. on 2024. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.